There we go. Yeah. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. We'll just let it get it fired up a little bit. Are we going to sure listen to the whole thing? Everything's re- Doc, you want to listen to the whole thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do you hate this intro? No, I, I love the intro. I just don't want to listen to it for... Why do you hate the intro, Doc? It's like a minute 30 every single episode. <laughs> uh, Somehow I mean, that, it keeps getting longer each episode. I know. It's like minute 20, <laughs> minute 30, minute 50. That adds up to real time. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I think I got the perfect opening monologue based on today's weather. And it's like... In a barn, isolated on a ranch, <laughs> a few people were talking about Texas <laughs> on a dark and rainy, ominous day. Is this the start of a new is revolution? This, is this I, how it began right there? <laughs> and then the orphans go out into the street to weep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or is it just having Sansco, Carson, and Terrence Sands on the podcast with us? Boom. I think. Maybe both. Maybe a revolution. Yeah, and maybe a revolution. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. so introduce yourself. Yeah, let us uh, let us know about yourself. Okay, I'll let uh, ladies first. Mm. Ladies first. No pressure. Is that a first? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly <Yeah>. he's polite. <laughs> she just sent him a look across the table. <laughs> yeah, she did. I know what that look said, too. <laughs> yeah. That's why we put you all across from each other. Yeah, I know that's how she flirts yeah. with me. All y'all are misreading that. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to know about accounting or other things about ourselves? We want to know about you personally Everything. right now. And Whatever we'll, you want. We'll wind down to yeah. your, your business. All we right. have a lot to talk about. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, feel, I wasn't sure what the topic was, but right now it's yeah. just you. So You're, what do y'all do? Mm-hmm. Well, right now it's yeah, just you so. individually, and then and then we'll let your better half. Oh, okay. But what? <laughs> I mean, did you just clearly the visual tells all? Wait a minute, sorry. You're the better half. I had that backwards. <laughs> He's been drinking. I had sorry. that backwards. <laughs> Introduce yourself. So I'm Taryn Sands. We're married and own an accounting firm together. We have three kids. And we, and a really cool barn dominium. We live in a barn dominium, and we kind of, I don't know, live kind of a weird life. I guess we run our CPA firm out of a tiny little office, and um, we try to have a little bit more of a balance. So we try not to work as much as most people do, <laughs> and um, try to keep our kids alive together. That's pretty much our only hobbies at the moment. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I yeah. mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we have a barn dominium, but she sold herself short. We have a barn dominium that she designed and everyone loves. Yes. So we get a lot of compliments on it and it was uh it was all her. She just drew it up herself and Well, I follow your someone built it. It started out as your personal Instagram page, but it is now Barn what is the name of it? Uh Raised in a Barn. Raised in a Barn. And then you also have uh what's your CPA wants to know um to follow as well. So both check both of those out for sure. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Mr. Carson? Yeah, it's uh, it's a crazy life because it's not just us. We have uh, 14 acres there, and it's uh, both of her sisters live on that same land and her mother. Okay, so, so it is your side of the family then, it, Taryn. It's, okay. It's, yeah, um, and my sister's mother and father-in-law. Oh yeah, yeah. They, you are outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, there's a couch here anytime you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. might want to run away a few days. <laughs> we, we always joke because uh, Taryn's mom had the land and, and let us build there. And then, not to be outdone, my parents built a little guest house between her mother and us. Okay. And then Jesse and uh-huh. Tiffany's uh, Jesse's parents built a little guest house between. 
Taryn's mom and them. So they're they're not going to be outdone. They're gonna they got even closer somehow. They're encroaching so, every. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ATF calls that a compound. Yes, we, we call it the compound. We do call oh, it that's that. What yeah, it's called. yeah, and or when I'm not feeling as generous, we call it the cult. So, <laughs> but yeah, so official welcome to the whiskey bro around the table yeah. to Sands Co. And uh, I got this little cheesy thing here. There, there we go. Can you hear that? All right. Okay, that's pretty yeah. cheesy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Sound Thank effects. You. I like it. Golf clap. I've been wanting to use that for a while, so don't hold that against me. Um. But I think there's a pretty good collector of hatred at this table um, for taxes. Absolutely. And people saving yes. their money. I was doing some calculations the other day. <sighs> Roughly $100,000 just for an average. Uh, say it's your average couple. I know your average couple really doesn't make that anymore. But after accounting for everything from federal taxes to local state uh, sales taxes, property taxes, you're at like $25,000 out of that $100,000 just in taxes before yeah. you've even bought food. Uh, or That's not accounting for uh, you know your living expenses. But just in taxes, a quarter of your paycheck's gone. Yeah, if you're lucky, yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if, you, if you do a little <coughs> bit better than average, then it's, it's way more than 25%, yeah. Yes, well, that r- rolls it in nicely to the fact that you should go find yourself a good CPA and keep those taxes as much as possible. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like property taxes are going to be a pretty heavy subject tonight, but that's okay. Uh, For sure. Everyone well, got their new bill. Yes, exactly. Everybody yeah, got it in the bill. Just, <laughs> just got my appraisal, and uh, yeah, my taxes didn't go up, but the value of my house went up. It's, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. They're not allowed to raise your taxes anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, but you can raise the property value. Yeah. And mm-hmm. boy, did they hit, I mean, right on the right on the knuckles with that 10%, 10% that they, yeah. they allow with a homestead. They hit it. Yeah. So, That's what everybody was saying. Straight 10% across the board, basically. Yep. I just I didn't I didn't know when did they come to your guys' property and add ten percent on because they didn't do that yet. I'm still waiting. I guess I don't know about here at the farm, but it's funny because I asked our neighbors at the you know the subdivision that I own a tenth of an acre on and a two thousand square foot house and pay you know rent of sixty five hundred dollars annually to our lovely state. You know I love those guys, but uh, our neighbors had the exact. I mean, if you photocopied our uh, if you photocopied our tax, uh, uh, what is it the evaluation? It, it would look the same. And their house is a little more square footage and a little different, but it's like it's just a carbon copy of everybody's mm-hmm. yeah. tax evaluation on that street. Well, there's wow. not too much things that you can even add. That's probably why, though, a little bit. <laughs> right, it's yeah. Not like there's too much y'all can you could put a approve. shed out back. And, of course, mm-hmm. if you put a four-by-five shed to put your mower in, the, the states or the county is like, it looks like about a $50,000 shed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. I feel like if they want to give you a value and you're not happy with it, they should be required to write you a check on the spot. I'm, mm. I'm good with that. Or, or maybe we'll say 95%. If it's worth that, then they'll happily pay 95% of that. Yes. And you could walk away clean and they're going to make money, right? Because it's worth that. Yes. Unless it's not. Yes. Right? Um, and the other thing with, of course, you and I have beat this uh, dead horse is that it's non-income based, which is right. agonizing and infuriating. But out of all the taxes that they have, it's the one that frustrates me the most because it it can leave vulnerable retired people in a bad situation. They yes. one of the reasons they buy instead of rent in their old age is that it locks in the cost of their living, except that it doesn't. Right. So yes, you can when you're 65, you can freeze a portion of the appraisal value and a portion of your property taxes, but not all of them. A part of them continue to increase for the rest of your life. 
regardless of whether you have more money. So right, okay. Sorry, I, I'm I'm listening to you. I'm yeah, just making no, sure yeah. this is doing what it's supposed to at the same time. Um, and then it's hearsay. Like your property valuation comes from what your neighbors think their house is worth or what this realtor sold this house for from right. out-of-staters moving in. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay cash for that amount. So yeah. guess what? In-staters that have lived here their whole life, uh, different situation with that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, this is depressing. I know. <laughs> that's, I mean, it like can only go up from here. Gouter. <laughs> that, that's the bad part about taxes is there's never good news. It's it's it's, it's slightly less bad news or worse news. That's, that's all there is. So. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, and, and when you get older too, you kind of lose that. You know, when people aren't like, oh, you still are, you still have a lot of youth left, and you're still got a lot to offer the world. No, it's like, nope, it's death and taxes. That's all I have to look forward to. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, <it's, sighs> not a sexy topic. Anytime we talk. So. Yeah, so so why accounting? Like like you're like the melanoma specialist. Yeah, let's, let's, you know? let's move it back to where, where you guys started. Like who decides to be that? <laughs> yeah, like how long you guys been going since you when did you open your business? Uh so we started uh doing our own thing in twenty sixteen, um, in part and then went here? Indicator? Yes, indicator. Okay. Indicator and, and then we were full time in twenty seventeen. So So is this um, y'all's first business or did y'all have something before? I mean, I was raised by entrepreneurs, so I started a few small businesses before we, I guess, officially jumped in. Um, I had done something called Thoughtful Threads, which was where I sewed things, and then we would sell, like, a headband for kids, and then we would donate one for cancer patients. Okay. So I did that until we got serious about doing something different. But, I mean, that was this is our first, like, big venture, I guess. So was it more just like, I think we're going to become a CPA or, I mean, where, where did that come from? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I, uh, I started school in engineering and I didn't like it. And so I switched over to the business school. Wait, and... you went from engineering to interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you bad at math? <laughs> I mean, I'm a little worried now because you've been my CPA for five years and now I, I'm no, kind of bad at math. I had, uh, <laughs> I had, I think maybe I just, I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it. And then you get over there and you put dollar signs in front of it. And for some reason I liked it more. I guess I'm just a greedy person at heart. Maybe Welcome I Welcome to the club. But, <laughs> You're in good company. But uh, I got in there and I mean, I really wasn't sure, but I was going to study business. And I, I think the first accounting professor I had was like, if you enjoy this class and you're good at it, you should consider doing accounting because they're hiring every single person that graduates from here a hundred percent. About half of the people in marketing are getting hired. They're like, but if if it's not for you, it's not for you, and you'll know in your first class. Okay. And I just I understand why most people hate it and yeah. think it's boring, but I like it. But I mean, I could see why most people are like, why? But you bring in the end result, even though the work may be mundane, um, you bring a lot of joy to people's face, uh, faces. I'm sure, and and better enrich their lives when they get their uh, tax returns. Yes, if they understand them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. A so lot the work y'all do is extremely, extremely important. And frustrating. Thank you. And frustrating, yes, because y'all have to deal with stuff that we pay y'all to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> but but I know personally, it's not all taxes. Like uh, you ran the books for Enzo. And and so what portion of your business is like taxes and, and how much is actually books? 
oh, I don't know, probably at least 75% taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other things that take it up, uh, bookkeeping and payroll and sales tax, things like that. Okay. At least time consuming wise, you yeah. know, we quickly go through the like sales tax and bookkeeping every month mm-hmm. and get back to working on a tax return. So it's kind of a full year thing. I gotcha. Yeah. And y'all just wrapped up a pretty busy tax season. Yeah. Done. So just to in, put it in perspective, we have more tax returns to do now than we've already done. So just have, from uh, extensions, mm-hmm. like people like me mm-hmm. that have overly complicated yeah. crap to put together. Me as yes. well. Extension. Yes. A, a lot of people were delayed because I think in part the last two years, they gave them until the summer yeah. for, for various oh, that's reasons. Right. Yep. COVID and then yep. the snowvid. Uh, as, as people called it. And, and so people kind of got used to, Oh, I have until the summer. Uh And so there's so many people coming in at the end of March and I'm like, sorry, we're not, we can't do it. I mean, we're already having to turn people away. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable though. Um, how many people did you start with customers? How many customers when y'all said you transitioned from your first year, uh, I guess part time into this is what we're doing full time. How many customers did you have? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? 20 to 30? 20 or 30. Oh, wow. That carried you on. Okay. And well, how many? the plan didn't go according to plan. Never so, does. No, I was going to quit my, no, Carson, I was going to quit my job and he was going to keep working for a bit. And then he just decided the same week to quit his job as well. So we just okay. went off of faith. And then. Took he, that leap. Nice. Yeah, we took the leap, which is not like Carson. He was very like anti taking the leap. So then he just kind of beat the pavement and just went to talk to a bunch of people and it worked out. So it. There's always that one in marriage, though. Like, there's the risk taker, and then the guy that's yep. like, "Let's think about this." But it comes out to balance, so I'm you got to have it. Taker, same he's here. Definitely the one that's he. He for for years he was like, "No, we can't work for ourselves. It's too scary. We don't get a paycheck. No, no, no." And finally, he was like, ready to jump. But it works yeah. its way out to a pretty good balance. I mean, you yeah, you, 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 you have both <laughs> have seen the the things I buy and spend money on, so which kind of uh, makes sense cuz most number of people are those people that go. Yes. No, yep. we look yeah. at now. <laughs> and and uh, as I mentioned before, one of the reasons I picked accounting was cuz the the economy was getting weird. It was yeah. right around 2008, I guess, and and people weren't getting hired. But accountants were still getting hired at 100%. That's one of the reasons I picked it. So to walk Job away mm-hmm. and not be an employee at yeah. a place that, I mean, they never would have fired me. I mean, you know, they they don't fire anybody because yeah. everybody that works there is making them a lot of money. So um, I don't know what changed except for when we had a kid. I mean, she was always trying to get me to do it because mm-hmm. she grew up in an entrepreneurial family. You're right. Okay. So, but, but the first tax season I did after our kid was born – and I would leave the house before she was awake, and I wouldn't get home till after she was already asleep again. Mm-hmm. And that was seven days a week, so it it just didn't seem like that was going to be sustainable for the rest of my life. So we mm-hmm. decided to try something else. Yeah, she didn't even know, recognize him after mm-hmm. that first tax season. Looking nope. looking back now, what do you think? Made the right move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing yeah. that that and this is for any business. People think that you have this job security. There's no security. There's no loyalty. And it goes both ways. Employees have no loyalty to their bosses and the bosses have no loyalty to the employees, employees in these yeah. days. You're just a number. So you're, yeah. you are already self-employed. You just have one customer yeah. and he might be a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a really good way to I put mean, life. You know, yeah. you could lose if when you're self-employed, you could lose your biggest customer. You won't lose all your income, you know, but if you're not self-employed, you lose your biggest customer and you lose all your income. Everything. Yeah. So wow. there's still a risk there. That's a, that's a really mm-hmm. scary way to paint that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's but true. true. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, really true. 
Um, y'all both went to tech. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's how y'all met. We met that's in right. our first accounting class. Oh, wow. so, love yeah. at first number. Love at first number. <laughs> that's right. That's right. What, that, what is the first college accounting class for? Uh, just a general financial accounting class. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Never took you it. You learn like T charts and that's things like that. Probably one of those mm. past uh, college algebra that I took three separate times and never finished. I never failed it because I never finished. But <laughs> so I'm not a failure. I just. Incomplete. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you guys said your your business and house and now it was on your family's land? Yeah. Is that how y'all ended up in Decatur or Yeah, we, we were living in Fort Worth. I don't think Carson ever wanted to move to Wise County. Oh, no. What? Let's yeah. talk Call about that up. a little bit. I can Call empathize with that because my wife's in the same boat. Big city chick from Chicago, the down to Trophy Club. And I'm like, move to this little <laughs> podunk uh, rural community yeah, of ours. Yeah, that's kind of how I got him here, just slowly <laughs> moving him. Um, but... <laughs> That's, kept, that's my technique as well. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> worked. Little, little for nudges me. at a time. <laughs> it finally worked. But it was after that first tax season. We had just built a brand new house in Fort Worth. And he was just like, you know what? Basically, just fuck it. Can I see that? Yes, you yeah. can. Fuck okay. it. He was like, fuck <laughs> it. Like, I'm ready for your big, crazy plan that you have for us to move to Wise County and sell our house. So we sold it within like a day. And then we moved in with my mom and our toddler. Oh. So. Yeah. And he yeah. was so funny because he, at first when he came here, he went to like Walmart and was shopping. He was like, oh God, people have Walmart. nowhere to be. They are just talk to me all the time. I just don't know. And about what, two weeks later, everybody knows your business. He was like, you know, I was at Walmart and I saw so-and-so and then I yep. saw this person and he was just like, I actually really like it here. So yeah, That's it's called being nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's called being yeah. nice. Socializing. I'm friendly, but sometimes you're in a hurry and then the person checking out at the convenience store in front of you went to high school with the guy that's checking her out and yep. then they have a conversation for an hour. Oh, yeah. And then you end up in be. the southern goodbye where it's like, 15 goodbyes later, yeah. you're slowly <laughs> making your way out the exit. Or, Tell your or the mom house. I said yeah. hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would never go back now to, to Walmart. God, God, yeah. I don't blame you. I don't want to go to this, this, this Walmart. Definitely not there. I don't know what it is about this Walmart. I've been to a lot of Walmarts in my life, but this Walmart is hell. It is the it proverbial is. H E double L. And if you die and you've been a shitty mm-hmm. person, you go to this Walmart for eternity. <laughs> it's, it's something crazy. Is this Walmart in Decatur, Texas, is one of the top grossing Walmarts in like. That's, is that why they don't that. make it better? Because they're just so busy. Like they can't remodel it. They can't I make think it so, more feng shui. Yeah. But yeah, when I was young, I used to work at the distribution center, and that's what that was. The Cater Walmart. Was it doesn't surprise crazy. me because it serves a lot of. Oh yeah. A, a lot of the community, rural community, that's not just in pockets. You mm-hmm. know, like Hazlitt or Fort Worth. They all have their their small isolated Walmart. That's better than ours. Yeah, it was something weird. It was like most WalMarts get like two trucks a night or something like this, and this one was getting like four. Holy cow. I and mean, it was man. just double of everything. Yeah, it was and crazy. Pe- people in the country cook more, I think, than think so? yeah. people are eating out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's and there's a lot of Walmarts, I mean, True. in the and other grocery stores. So. And yeah. they're more inclined to get clothes and other stuff at Walmart. Oh, every, yeah. It's yeah. a one-stop shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, since you're there. Yep. You might as well. My, get your right. clothes and get your tires changed. I miss the old <laughs> Walmarts. Before they were super centers, we had an old Walmart here. They had a little aquarium section. My grandma would pick me up from school. Yeah, they had a whole pet supply. Yeah, yeah you go and they had go the old concession the, stand yep, or whatever yep. the food court. Sure thing. enough, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I just don't anymore. miss those. No, no, they don't have the aquarium. That, well, this well, one does. Don't. I don't this know one if the bigger WalMarts have like pets. I remember. No, when I this think one. they gave that up. I think yeah, so. I think Did they? Too much of a liability. 
Too much you got the big deal with in general. Yeah. Yeah. They probably just didn't make money. PETA. Mm. PETA might have been a factor. Like, take those pets out of those glass cages. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll bet it was the, like, pet smarts and that kind of stuff came around. Yeah. But I remember when this super center opened, it was awesome because you went to the grocery side and they had a live lobster tank. Yep. That lasted for like a year. Yeah. I don't think enough rednecks out here bought lobster. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Like, what the hell do I do with this crustacean? <laughs> Can I put that on a grill? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> what did I do with it then? It's yeah. like a big crawfish. <laughs> no, it's weird. Maybe you can uh, kind of expand on this, Carson, but you know how Walmart kind of killed small businesses, like small community businesses, the general stores and the, the you know, handy stores. Uh, mom and pops. Yeah, mm-hmm. mom and pops, but... I was having this conversation with my wife, Jennifer, just this week, and it seems like a lot of that is actually coming back. I think so. I think, I think it is, too. In a couple of ways. I mean, a lot of people like that experience for if they want a thing, they want that one thing. Mm-hmm. They don't like to go into Walmart. But also, I think some of the mom and pops are coming back, but online. People think through Amazon is as bad as Walmart, that's, but they're selling, mom and pop stores are selling stuff through uh, Amazon. Through I was Amazon. just wanting to make Walmart, that point. Right? As much disdain as I have for Amazon, is like they're, they contract independent little stores like that, and they... Um, one of our auto parts stores here, you know, they talked, they told me about their, uh, gross, what sales, uh, physically like walking in the store, buying it. And then they tell me about their sales online and it is, I don't know, 10 times as much as what they do physically in store online and through Amazon, yeah. whatever. All yeah. Cause like through Amazon, going back to what you said about the, uh, if you own your own business, like you can literally go to like a thrift store and buy like 27 of this one thing for like 50 cents a pop. And I think you can go on Amazon and turn around and sell that junk for like two hundred bucks a piece mm-hmm. yeah. now. So you I see mean, the barcode. Yeah, 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 it's it's crazy. Yeah, the uh, I know a few nights a week, my wife's sitting there watching some live sell. Yeah, and and it's like Swanky Shack. It's like it's like the little <laughs> business has a live sell, and and she'll make thousands of dollars at night. Just yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah my, cool. my wife's on some of those freaking, and it's a lady selling it out of her house. Like, literally, yeah. she has this chest that she puts on her front porch, and my wife shows up, and like, I didn't know this, of course. Until oh, we had like, to go hey, make a pickup yeah. as well. She's yeah. like, hey, can you drive by this? And I'm like, who the heck do you know that lives over here? And she <laughs> gets out of the truck and goes walking up to the front door, opens this chest, and pulls out like 16 bags of everything. Right. <laughs> Like, what the we, heck we is gonna this? Are going to get shot at? I know. That's what <laughs> well, I was speaking like, of this and following your Instagram page, do you have plans for some sort of shabby chic, um, rustic, contemporary barn dominium design stuff? Because it seems like you're getting to a point where, like, you are an interior designer. It's a hobby, yeah. It's, you, do, you do a really good job at it. <laughs> but is it getting to a point where, like, you're going to promote maybe that and... Um, I think a that gig. definitely, you know, as accountants, we're trying to figure out the best way to do that. Yeah. So for right now, like I've gotten a ton of free home products, which is always fun, yeah. you know. Um, but that would be something definitely like sp- spending my time on it. I would like to monetize it. But I, I was getting those vibes. Yeah. I don't know if that was breaking news that you wanted out there yet or not? No, no. It's, I mean, I started it when we built our, our house, and it just has slowly over five years kind of picked up. So mm-hmm. now we've had a lot of conversations recently just kind of like, what, like, why am I doing this? Did you, <laughs> did you pick out the uh, the hanging light that I picked? I, I did. I told Carson did, did that you picked that one. That one. Did, y'all, did y'all buy I, it? I haven't bought it yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was your consensus on the hanging light that I picked? 
She hasn't showed me anything. Okay. <laughs> she uh she doesn't show me a lot of stuff anymore. Okay. And Carson is not on <laughs> social media. I know he's not. Well, he so. did. He's like me. He's on social media. Then he gets in an argument, and Facebook's like jail time, motherfucker. <laughs> he puts himself in jail. <laughs> I, I have put myself in jail yeah. now. I, I I can't be trusted. I tried to come back after a four month layoff, and and then now it's been a year. And I, I have you made it a year? Yeah, I haven't okay. redownloaded the app. It's actually been. No, it's been. I think it's been a year and a half now. Nice. That's good for you, man. But yeah. I kind of miss the days of like firing up the old libertarian Facebook page <laughs> and seeing Carson's comments, and I'm like, like, <laughs> like, 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 love, 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 love. <laughs> I just, I really would be be thinking, okay, there's some there's some hobbies I have that I would like to get on there, and I was in those groups, and I'm gonna try to use it for that and not argue with people because I've that's never impossible. changed anybody's mind. Mm. And then that's all I would do. I wouldn't even be. You know, looking at the, like the books I like to read, you know, yes. getting on there, talking to people about that, stuff like that. I, I would just be arguing with people that are never going to change their mind yeah, about yeah. anything. And then libertarians are the worst about just arguing with each other. Oh, yeah. It, it's, there, that's, which there's is that good. meme about libertarians that says, <coughs> y'all don't get along, just like libertarians, Democrats, or libertarians and Republicans, or libertarians, libertarians and other liber- libertarians. Yeah. <laughs> Damn libertarians, you're in libertarianism. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I mean, everybody thinks they're a libertarian. What's a libertarian? I mean, the 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 primary root to, of that to me is that you're fiscally conservative and you're socially liberal. So ideally, um, that's me. I mean, a lot of people think it's it's basically a Republican that likes gay people and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, I, I am a a person that's fiscally conservative that's completely you know happy with people's life mm-hmm. choices and in, in whatever they choose. But it, to me, it goes deeper than that too. It's it's more about keeping government as limited as possible. They don't need to be in our lives any more than absolutely necessary. A thousand percent. Now, if you take a classic approach on everything, libertarian is the new liberal. It is the new definition of liberal because if you look up the definition of liberal, it is what a libertarian identifies as now. So I would say classically, I'm a fucking liberal Yeah. because I want limited government institutions. I know they're necessary, Limited taxation, and for the rest of the part, leave me and everybody else the hell alone. Yeah, yeah. But that was that's was then, and now this is now. And liberals and conservatives are wherever the hell they are. Mm. So that's enough politic talk for I shoot myself. <laughs> Let's get back <laughs> to you guys. Back, back to the a couple bo- questions. Like, how long you guys been married? Uh, how is the whole uh, husband and wife business together? And who's the boss? Oh well, we get that one a lot. Uh, we got married in 2013. <laughs> And we like working together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's well, that's it's, you. Hang on, just one second. Yeah, yeah. So no, <laughs> I think we're a bunch of weirdos because right. usually people are like, "How can you stand it? I work with my husband, and I can't even listen to him breathe." Like, but I don't know when we when we, we're gone from each other for like a few hours, we're like, "Hey, you know, I missed you." So we're just weird. Weird. No, no, yeah. get, get ready to, to throw up from the cuteness, but we, uh, we, we moved me upstairs to a little room we have up there uh, temporarily because we tried to hire someone and there just wasn't enough room in the office downstairs uh-huh. for her and me and Taryn. So, so hiring a, a third party, an assistant? Yes, we, okay. we did temporarily. It didn't work out. But um, so <coughs> when she, when we, you know, had to let her go, we... <laughs> We were both so happy to be back in the office together. Were you really? Yeah. You missed each yeah. other. Like, yeah. And we so. work literally like a couple of feet from each yes, other. Yes, y'all do. Yeah. So. That, it's not a very big office if you've ever been in there. It's not yeah. very big. No. But that's, that's funny. You talk about marriage. I've been married a year and a half now. You get to the point where it's like, stop breathing. Stop 
making mm-hmm. this sounds there with your mouth. Days. Why are you so loud when you're eating that? Yeah, <laughs> there are those days, but we've always been kind of weird like that. We've we started dating in 2008, but we've actually been together quite a long time. Yeah, yeah I have. And yeah. we just all have always been inseparable. I don't know. We we yeah. got made fun of in college because everyone was like, you know, having these mm-hmm. fun relationships, and we were like, just like you know, binging Netflix and like just wanted to be like on these cute dates and things. So we got made fun of from day one. No, they, they, <laughs> they, had, were just they did an intervention. I'm not joking. Y'all spend too much time together. Like lady friends and guy friends. Yep. Said, yes. yep. Oh. They teamed up and wow. they sat down with us. They were like, they were like, maybe like, you know, you could just not stay the night together at least like one or two <laughs> nights a week. We really miss you, man. Let's go bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go turn up the guitar amps. We're like, all right, well, I guess we have been uh, hanging out a lot. We'll cool it for a little bit. <laughs> so. Do you miss Do you miss the music scene? I, I miss playing music. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, I, I don't miss traveling to really, really cheap hotels. Dive bars and <laughs> shitty hotels. Yeah, yeah. and I, I even enjoyed the dive bars. And sometimes I liked playing there better than um, we played some bigger places as openers. Yeah. I'll make sure I preface that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to headline anywhere big. But, um, yeah, we, we I, I didn't like the crappy hotels. And I, the travel did start to wear on me. You yes. know, you get tired of sitting in the car with the same people. And you're not really making money. Either. No, no. It's like it's a profession of love. It ain't a profession of money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we we finally got to where we had to book two shows in the city to go there at all. Mm-hmm. If it was outside of our normal city or we couldn't make enough money to make it even worth oh, wow. going, you know. But but if we could do Friday and Saturday night, we could make enough barely to make it to cover gas and make a little bit of money. So. Okay. Did you ever watch him play, Taryn? Oh yeah, I was Did like you? number one groupie. You were the groupie. Sure, yeah. You know my number one groupie? Right here. I got right there. Yeah, I set up many drums. <laughs> set up my drum. I mean, there was no behind the scenes shenanigans going on after the show <laughs> or anything like that. We, we we had a guy like Matt Conley. He was our our one guy groupie. We say, but we we finally started calling him band manager to so he wouldn't have to feel like a groupie. <laughs> so he, he has an official yeah. title. He was, just, he was like he yeah. was our roommate for a while, and he was mine and my brother's best friend in college, and and uh, so he would like he would just help us set up and just sit there and drink beer while we played every night. Nice. Yeah, I, I do miss the music, man. I mean, it, yeah. it it has taken a toll on my ears too. I mean, he knows mm-hmm. I suffer from tinnitus, but. I do miss it, and it'd be fun to jam with you again sometime. Just For it doesn't sure. have to do amount to anything. We don't have to do anything with it, but it'd just be fun to jam. Oh, I wish just, I would have brought the Les Paul tonight. Yeah, yeah I should have. Yeah. I got uh, I bought this uh, Fender Jazz bass over here too for you know the bassist that show up every now and then. Slap it a bass. <laughs> oh, I can I can play a little bass. Play a little bass. Not uh not the same. Not not like a real bass player, but okay. I could fill in if I needed to. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, so you still play regularly? I do. I do. We. Finally got a house where when we designed it and built it, when she designed it, um, uh, you know, she made sure to have a spot for my piano and all my guitars, uh, just because, awesome. you know, you put it in the case and put it in the closet and you'll never get it out and play when right. you right. have a, it needs to be there. Show, yeah. It needs to be yeah. visual. So it's, li- they're literally all hanging up on the wall, my ukulele, my acoustic guitars and my 12 string and my Les Paul. And my piano, it's all sitting right there, ready to go. There's some bitch right here plays piano and some mm-hmm. mean violin. Nice. Can no, you call it a violin or a it. fiddle? Is it is insulting no, to I, call it a fiddle? No, it's okay to call is it. Is it the fiddle. same thing? Yes. That's what I thought. Fiddle's yeah. cooler. Yeah. Fiddle. I mean, a lot. And you're in Texas, so you got to have a fiddle yeah. in the band. Right, right. Uh, to me, it's violin uh-huh. uh, because. You're a snob. Yeah, I'm a snob. <laughs> you're fancy. Yeah, the, uh, the bulk of my practice is actually within classical. Yes. But, but. 
And I've never felt like I've had a grasp on like ear playing by ear, like a lot of the quote unquote fiddlers do. Right. You know, so some people can just kind of pick up the fiddle yeah. and just start playing with whatever they're listening to. But yeah, I have to have music. I don't miss Carson. I don't miss being the only sober one at the end of the night after shows. Cause it was all, I was always a drummer. So I had the most responsibility, the most shit to pick up and pack away and load in, load out. And I was always the guy that was like, you know, the patrons would come up like, you're shot, man. I'm like, no, I don't, I can't, I can't play drunk for one, <laughs> two, somebody's got to drive the rest of these stupid drunk bastards home. <laughs> so I don't really miss that part of it. There was but, plenty of those nights. <laughs> yeah. There were some, some of those nights, but you were talking about your barn and the way you designed it. Your, your barn or your house is kind of a selling point of your business too, because I would have never, I would have never broached uh, having you guys, um, as uh, my CPAs, if it wasn't for me driving by, who designed the sign? Me. She's got it going on. She does all the design work. So I stopped <laughs> and was just driving down that road, Merville, and uh, it's always kind of a common back road for me to go from Decatur to work or wherever through Seven Wires. And uh, was my family CPA was getting older, ready to retire, missing things, and just driving around and saw the sign. I'm like, I didn't give these mofos a call, and yeah. I did, and I'm glad I did. So yeah, just. What do you call that? Um, it, it was you that turned fate. Carson on to me. It was me. fate, destiny. Yeah, like. Oh, I yeah, get, and then I've been spreading the, the gospel ever yeah. since, so. We appreciate that. I'm yeah, hoping, yeah. It's, hoping it's brought you all some good folks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It has, for sure. And then, yeah, like, you were my accountant even before we started Enzo. And then, yeah, we, we I guess, I don't know. We don't hire. Oh wait, so you were you were doing work for him before Enzo? I didn't. I didn't even know that. Okay. And then just by natural extension, it was like, well, who's going to be our accountant? Well, it's going to be Carson. But when did y'all do this book? What what book are you talking about? Before we get to the book, I don't think they've answered the question. Oh, who's the the boss? boss? Who's the boss? They haven't. They haven't answered that. I am definitely the boss. Yeah. I I don't. I don't know if they really needed to. I kind of heard that. Yeah. We, there, we there already no knew it. We just there. had to ask. Yeah. It had to be asked. We, we already knew the answer. Carson is very good at like, okay, what do I need to do today? I'm like, you got to get this done and this and this and this. And then we got to do this. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. So, so he's like the workhorse. You're saying, you he's, like, you're yes. saying he's like every other husband out there. Pretty we much. ask our wives, what do we have I, to do we'll today? We'll get around to it. You don't got to remind me every six months. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, guys are, do tend to be more singular-minded about things, so mm-hmm. I can yeah. focus on the tax return that's in front of me and put all of my attention into Under it that, yes. and, and do a great job, and she's better at, yeah, keeping me multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is that differentiation between men and women. There's yeah. there's something to it. Like if I too, have oh, too yeah. many tasks going on, I'm like, I'm just shutting down and I'm going to go sit in the dark room and cry. Mm. Yeah, That's <laughs> him. Get like he really that. gets stressed out whenever there's a lot. And if I give him a list, it goes with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, She'll catch me hiding in the pantry eating, <laughs> yeah, eating waffles like, in, the, in the evening. I think you guys have just helped probably millions of people out in marital marital issues. <laughs> Ladies, make your guys a list. Yes. That's it. He oh, always is like, lot. I feel so much better. Thank because you. if there's a list and it's physical, she can't come back and say, well, you didn't listen to me. You didn't yeah. say it. You didn't hear me when I said this. And you're like, no, babe, I read your list. I'm getting yeah. it sure. done. Getting this. He he takes the list and he's you know happy to have it. We've learned that that's how we have to do housework too. Like instead of me just being like, I didn't do the dishes again. I'm like, 
Can you please do the dishes? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Until yeah, they're on the list, I don't think they need to be done. Yeah. Right. I write a note in. Yeah. They're not I mean, on the list. there's a big pile there One more day. in the sink, but yeah, you won't see it. it. They didn't no, call me. The dishes didn't call me and say, hey, we need to be washed. So He happily right. says, oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. My wife and we talked about that the other day. The dishes, you know, they pile up in the sink, but she always puts them on the garbage oh disposal side. <laughs> and then I got to pick them up and move them on the rinsing side so I can use the garbage disposal side. But see, on on the, uh, I guess I'm gonna jump on the wife's side because this is what they would say. <laughs> well, why not instead of picking them up and moving them to the other side of the sink, why don't you go ahead and put them in the dishwasher? I do that too. We, we can't. We just but sometimes you just need to get right to the garbage disposal. Yes, I like, understand. I have stuff in my plate. It needs to go in the garbage disposal. Or, or the dishwasher's running. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or the yeah, dishwasher is already that. running. Yeah. Or you're in a hurry. Yeah, we're always in a hurry. Or I just don't feel like it. Yeah, just, yeah that's the biggest. Those dishes. <laughs> you're, uh, so yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. So what, what what book are y'all? Yeah. What what does your CPA. Let's hold this up for our invisible cameras. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> what your CPA. San CPA PLLC, what your CPA wants you to know about starting a business, and uh, written by Carson and Taryn both. And Andy this Buck. And yeah. this one's signed. Uh, Carson, you got a terrible signature, but it's signed from you. I, I, I went through that book uh, before starting Enzo. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. And, and I thought it was helpful. Uh, well, about three or four months later, Casey actually found the book. So Casey's my business partner. Mm -hmm. And she actually found the book and she was like, where has this been? Like this whole time. <laughs> and I didn't realize I never actually gave it to Casey. Well, <laughs> and, and so she went through it with like highlighter and Good. yeah. And yeah so, it's very elegant, very simplified, very streamlined. Yeah, so can I explain a little bit what the book is? Nobody knows better than you. So I, think. I think that we were helping a lot of people start new businesses and Taryn was sitting there listening to me tell people the same things over and over and over. And she was like, you should just put it in a book. Mm -hmm. And But I'm not a writer. She's actually a really good writer. Uh -huh. um, and so, I mean, people tried to pay her to write papers for them in college and stuff because she's just always been really good at it. Um, I don't know if she did or not. I won't say that. No, I definitely did not do that. No, none of that. No <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't do anything no. like that. No. But, um, but so, yeah, so she came up with that idea, and she's the one that, you know, saw it through to make sure that we did it because, you know, I'm always, yeah, that's a great idea, but she, she has the follow-through. And so, uh -huh. um, yeah, you want to tell them kind of your part? Was the book put on a list? It was put on a there list. You I go. had to schedule out. I got, like, what, four 30-minute increments out of him. Um, and so I made, yeah, I made the like um, table of contents and then we just sat down and wrote it in 2020, which was an awful time to release a book, but, um, good time to write one though, I guess. Yeah. We had a lot of time to write and it was mainly like, I think, especially in this area that we're in, not a lot of people have enough money to sit down and ask all the questions that they need to ask. Right. And it was like, they would pay for you know, one consultation and they just kept calling and emailing being like, we really need more. And I felt bad because like you want to give them all this information, you want them to have it. And so I was like, if we just were to put it all together, we could, you know, a couple months, put it together and then they could have everything. Cause we would be like, oh, we should have told them about hiring a new employee or we should have told them about those forms they needed to do. But it just, it isn't possible when you're sitting there trying to talk back and forth about it. So we put it all together, and I think it's been we've we've seen people use it, and it's been super helpful because they come in and they just ask a couple questions that like pertain to their business. Uh -huh. So the meeting is actually really helpful if awesome. they've already read the book. 
So this book is for more people that own their own business, not for own and wanting to start. I see. Okay. Yeah, it it assumes that somebody's like, I have this great idea. I have the capital. I know exactly what I'm going to do, but I don't know the forms to file. I don't know if I need an LLC, an EIN. I just really don't know that part of it where you would be like, okay, I'm going to call CPA and get all this advice. Um, it just puts like it makes it a step by step, um, and then tells you like once you are going, what all forms you're required to, to file, what your tax return looks like, um, what you should prepare to um, file, and all the dates. There's a glossary, so everything you would want someone to try to like, so that they don't like just jump off the deep end when they're starting a business, which is right. entirely easy to do. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. here's a few. Few punch lists from uh, the new business checklist. Get organized. Business name. File an LLC. Entity selection. Obtain an EIN. Uh, find a good CPA. Number one. That should probably be number one. Uh, <laughs> read the book first. Yeah, read the book first. <laughs> Buy the book. Uh, link your bank account. Uh, software. Um, deciding on a bookkeeping system. Save a portion of profits for taxes. Definitely. Uh, track business mileage. Put on your car, which is every mile. Yes. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, where, just, where can you get said book? Yes, tell us. So we have a website. It's just www.whatyourcpawantsyoutoknow.com. And you can either get a hard copy that like you have in your hand or it's there's an instant digital download for people that don't need like the physical copy. Um, was iBooks and Kindle or I don't know the uh, audio, Audible, what's what? Are, no, Audible yeah. is all audio books, right? Yeah, you so. can tell we don't read. Right. It's just like a where, where do you get PDF. the books? Yeah, this one's self-published. Yeah, we self-published it, yeah. so it's not through like a publisher or anything. Okay, so you just download so the only PDF. place you can get it is from y'all's website mm-hmm. right now, right. right? Or knock on the door. What was that yeah. website one more time? www.whatyourcpawantsyoutoknow. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, and and one thing we always like to make sure and tell people is this isn't. I mean, there's so many books about starting a business, but it's not this aspect of it. it's not the accounting and tax side of it. It's not how to find a great idea like to start that. a business or how to right. how to come up with a cool name. Marketing. We don't know. We don't know how to do whatever you're doing. If you want to start a business, you know, cutting grass, we don't I don't know how to cut grass, you know. Right. I know how to do what what we know how to do. Right. Yeah, it's about it's so. not about like getting clients or um, you know, looking at the market before you start. It's assuming that you just already have a great idea and mm-hmm. that you're gonna mm-hmm. move forward with it. So that's that's next bullet point I have here is like the common man in Texas. This book is perfect for even the common man. Absolutely. Anybody that doesn't even have a business, it's fine. Buy this book anyway and help yourself out personally because there's plenty, there's a treasure trove of knowledge just for everyday Well, common and instances. it really applies to people that are being paid now. You know, you're, we're seeing a big switch in people being paid on a W-2 to a 1099. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the beauty of that, you can write off the same thing if you have a business or not. So that really applies to so many people. So that's where we're getting people like, you know, you do, you still need to read this book and there's actually a part where it starts for 1099. I wonder how many people out there really don't know, was it 1099, it's an independent or private contractor? Yes. Mm-hmm. How many of them don't really know that they can utilize that and, and write and have deductions at the end of the year? A lot. It, it's, it's surprising how many times you look at someone's prior year tax return when they decide to become a client and you realize that maybe it's not their primary job. And that that's uh-huh. when it's the it happens the most is maybe they're making $30,000 a year from, from Rodan and fields or, or, I mean, name your multi-level marketing company. And yeah, I mean, 30,000 isn't a lot. They're making a hundred thousand at their normal job, but they're putting the $30,000 in and that's it. And then, so then they pay tax on the full amount, but they're, 
they might have driven 10,000 miles that year and they might have bought $20,000 in product samples to sell that 30. Uh-huh. They might not have made any money. Right. But if they don't do it right, then they're paying a lot of taxes. Yeah, out of money that they theoretically don't have at this point. Right. So that's right. A, if you have a 1099, then you have a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're getting mm-hmm. hit with self-employment taxes, which they don't realize. 15.3%. Wow. On top of your income mm-hmm. tax. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually... It, even if it's sometimes it's shocking to someone that made like five thousand on a ten ninety nine because it is a lot of tax on that. Okay, small so this of income. this is the point where we take a step back and we act dumb and ask you the the simple questions of uh, you said fifteen point three of self employment taxes on top of income taxes. Mm-hmm. What are those income taxes? So there, th- those are where the brackets are. So they're ten, twelve, twenty two, twenty four uh, percent, and your... they keep going up. Most okay, people so don't I, go. If I'm a man making a hundred thousand dollars a year, what bracket? Well, it's tiered. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It, it Gross, grossing a hundred grand a year at a ten ninety nine. So I'm now subject to fifteen point three percent of um, self employment. Self employment. Thank you. Right. And then another for. Whatever tier of income tax that is, so I did Are not. You when I first or single, <laughs> huh. it, it makes a difference too. Hypothetically, <laughs> yeah. right at this yeah. point, I am single. Okay, if you were single, then yeah, you'd be in the the twenty two or twenty four percent bracket. Um, so wow. not on all of your income, but a portion of your income, you'd be paying uh, between the self employment tax of fifteen point three percent. You'd be at. 37 to 39 percent. That's before property tax. So, my calculation yeah. at the start of the show is if I'm paying $25,000 was not. Yeah, he not said accurate. you were ass wrong. Yeah, I was ass wrong. So, there's. You're almost. That's over, why I said if you're th- lucky. By the time you. Yeah. So, by the time you pay for income taxes at that bracket, your. Um, uh, self-employment, self-employment tax, tax. self-employment yes. taxes. <laughs> uh, your county sales taxes for everything. Your property taxes. You're well over fifty percent of your income. You, a lot of people are, and if you live in a state with income tax, it's then that you much have worse. that tax. Yeah, on. I mean, we're lo- we're one of the six states that doesn't have. This is the point tax. where the revolution comes into play. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> it, it would <laughs> like happen. Is, if, I'm angry right now. Yeah. If they didn't, I mean, most people because you're already paying. The same thing as self-employment tax. It's called payroll tax. It's yes. the same percentage. It's not an accident. Fifteen point three is just both halves because uh-huh. your your company, if you have a W two, they're paying seven point six five, and you're paying seven point six five percent. Wow! But they're taking it from your check every month, and yes. they're withholding income tax, so you don't feel it the same way. Right. But if they made everyone write a check for the full yeah. amount and property taxes and sales tax, let's throw it all in. And one check that you have to write every year, people would revolt. That is the transparency that we need. Now, having a good CPA negates a lot of those income and self-employment taxes. Obviously, there are taxes you can't get away from, property taxes and uh, sales taxes, et cetera, et cetera. But if you don't know any better, yeah, 50% of your income or more is gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so, that's that's the transparency. You have, you hit the nail on the head. Like, people need to see that one-time lump sum of if, uh, you know, their taxes weren't withheld or if they didn't have deductions, what percentage of your income is gone. And I think, yeah, if people had their eyes open to that, there would be a revolt. Well, mm-hmm. I would yeah. say, or would you say, the vast majority of people that we work with don't understand how it works. Right. I think I have a small it's grasp, true. but it's like the it's like the universe. Like it's there's well, and there's a reason. Amount. Yeah, it's it, they made it super difficult for yeah. you know 
anyone. And we spend a lot of time working on that, but that's not someone's full-time job to understand the taxes. Right. So, and it's changing year by year, right? Every year, it cha- something changes. Um, so, you know, that's our job to stay on top of it, but... Right, still tough. Yeah, that's because normal people just don't allow somebody to come in and steal their money. Okay, (laughs) so so they have to make it crazy. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, so so in my brain, if something is mandatory, right, then it it needs to be accessible to what's been determined as sixth grade level. Right, right, and and so otherwise it's it's egregious and and criminal, and like it is now. Yeah. Right. So yeah, why do they not over the common man's head? Why do yeah. they not teach any kind of tax anything in school? Right. I, right. It's almost like they don't want you to understand. That's weird. How? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. But, but have y'all been doing some calculus lately? Because I mean, we, we, <laughs> we got that all over. That's the problem. Is taxes are really just? I mean, it doesn't go higher than sixth grade math. Mm. The math doesn't. But right. the you know. Good but we're learning Lord. all these complicated tax or yeah. math classes and everything in in school but they don't teach tax they don't teach personal finance because i mean yeah you don't understand what's happening then you don't get as mad i right think now. they do in florida now i think homeboy passed uh he passed some kind of deal where they're going to start teaching all this stuff in school now uh governor yeah what's his name DeSantis. 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 So, that's, okay. i mean if people understand it and they still like it and want to do it. I mean, I guess we can't stop them. I don't mm-hmm. like it, but I mean, you know, at least they understand. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, okay, so you get your, uh, yeah. I mean, you get to kind of paint your perfect like political candidate. Okay, and and they're going to do. I'm not even saying it's like you, right. right? But but they're going to do what you recommend as far as tax code goes. Mm. What would be the solution to this? Uh, I mean, if somebody asked me the same thing about medicine, I would be able to kind of paint a picture. But, but like a flat tax, or yeah. So what? What's the solution to this kind of a shit situation we're in? Well, it it would definitely cause uh, me to have a lot of work to do to learn the new tax system because I'm pretty good at the one that exists. Um, uh-huh. But that doesn't mean I think it's fair. And honestly, I think that a a sales tax is more fair than an income tax. The problem yes. is, I'm very hesitant to suggest any new taxes before they've already abolished the income tax, because that's not what they'll, they'll talk about abolishing it, lowering it. Then they'll bring in the sales tax and then we'll just have another one and they won't ever get rid of the old one because that's not how things work. doesn't work. They bring in new programs. They never get rid of the old ones. That's why we always have more debt. That's why they always have to keep raising the taxes. Right. Um, Or if they don't raise them, then they just uh, print more money, which is inflation, which is another tax. So it's, None of that's it's been going same. on lately. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, well, what's it's, inflation? It's, it's almost like every single economist on both sides, this isn't political, Democrat and Republican economists, when they were handing out money like that, were like, this is going to cause a lot of inflation. Uh-huh. Like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Well, it, even, it even started with Trump, too. And so here we can't, go. it can't yeah. be a Biden yeah, era thing. It's, it started sides, on yeah. both sides of the aisle. Yeah. He handed out a lot of money as well. Yes. And that that's where the libertarians come in, and I think they say... Stop. Both parties spend too much money. Yeah. You know, one wants to spend a little bit more, but it's like if there were two thieves and one wants to steal 40% of my money and one wants to steal 60% of it. I mean, I'm I shooting like both those, of them. It's like those people that say, <laughs> I'm voting for the lesser evil. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I think that a national sales tax could make a lot more sense because, first of all, 
you know when you go to the store, if you're buying something that's $100, in yes. Texas, our tax rate's 8.25%. So you, if you don't have $108.25, you're not going to buy it. Yeah, you're going to have to put th- something back as on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Right. But with things like property taxes, they decide how much your house is worth. They decide what the tax is from year to year. Who is they? Re- the, the government. The but regardless Back of, to full circle, it's hearsay. Because the government is going off s- comps. By houses that are sold to by realtors that are promoting these houses, right? And like they that's how the, it's they a, want the prices higher too. Yeah, right? absolutely. Commissions a, are higher. That's a bigger commission for yeah. them. If all the house prices doubled, which they almost have, it seems like so, they can do the same amount of work and make shoot, twice as so much money. I don't even know if doubles the correct in the, word. In the two <laughs> years, two so and a half years, we lived in my house, and y'all, I'm sure y'all are in town. You know the same thing. Uh, we now have uh, about two hundred thousand dollars in equity because it's a two hundred thousand dollar higher house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's. A, I mean, I didn't say that was circle. okay. <laughs> yeah, but but where would you like? You could sell. You could enjoy that two hundred thousand dollars in equity, but right. Or you know, if your house burns down you and your insurance is only at two hundred ninety thousand uh, dollars, and your house is now four hundred thousand dollars, what the hell do you rebuild with? Well, you can. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a sell my lot in town, I guess, and go live in a trailer. So I no, got I'm going to live on the water. I'm going to get a boathouse. There you go. Yeah. I got a little break, like, like interesting question. Uh, so at what point do y'all stop with like the CPA gig and, and borderline like financial advisor, you know? So, so it seems like you, you kind of do both. I mean, we help people with personal finance and things like that, but as far as investments and things, we don't do that. We don't okay, do I gotcha. retirement or just general, um, you know, stock investing for anybody. We we don't do that. I feel like it's a very complicated world that's hard to understand, and f- some CPAs do it. But to pretend like you can be an expert in the constantly take, changing tax code and the stock market as volatile as it is, uh-huh. it's. I think that you're getting a person that's not going to be good at either. Oh, isn't yeah. that new legislation coming down the pipe? Uh, taxes on unrealized gains is that is that going to happen? Thinking about it, I don't I don't know if it's a, oh. a sure thing yet. But that's that's hard because it's going to force people to make sales to pay for stuff stuff that, that they haven't. Yeah. So how they, do you they, they don't have. How do you strategize? I, I want to hold this because it's doing well, but because it's doing well, I have to pay taxes, and I either have to have a significant portion of my wealth in cash to pay those taxes, right. or or what? I mean, that's it. There is no or. You have to sell some of your stocks. Where does that so. stop, though? Because they it's, they say it's about stock manipulation, but it, it you know how it works. It isn't going to stop there. All of a sudden, your unrealized gains on your property and your house right. are going to be taxed. Uh, uh, well, they kind of already are. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't have $150,000 that my house appreciated in in the last two years. So I mean, that, that is property taxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's theft. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, it's, unre- it's, it's taxes on unrealized gains. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And if what, what happens if you guys have a shit year? You lose all your customers. You don't have any income. Mm-hmm. Your house is paid off because you had a few, you had 10 great years and you paid your house off, but you still have a $10,000 annual property tax bill. Well, that's how I think I've said this before. Like my, uh, my (coughs) in laws, you know, they both retired. They had like 27 acres of house and all kinds of barns and water wells and storage tanks and, but they're they both built retired. that up over what thirty oh, years? Oh my god, over yeah, at least you know, and it's all paid for everything. But like they could barely afford to stay there when they retired because the taxes kept going up every year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, they're going to run me off of my property that I've 
worked my ass off. Or I built my house with my own two damn hands. Yeah, which he pretty much did. You know, he bought yes. an old house and completely remodeled everything uh-huh. and built everything on the property. But he was like, I have to go down there and literally threaten to kill them all <laughs> yeah. before they take my taxes back down to where they, you know, yeah. I, I, I can, he said, it's just, it's crazy. And that's what I can't believe is this like, and I've heard numerous stories at the coffee shop of people's parents the same way. They're like both retired right. and they're, you know, getting retirement. They can't afford to live where they've worked their life. To well, yeah, and you pay build. your house off yep. and you think you're good. And then like we, our house, we built super sensibly and, you know, stuck to a strict, strict budget. And I think it's tripled or quadrupled in oh, value. Yeah. And Ugh. then our insurance this year went, it doubled um, our premium mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now the the worth is more. And it's just like. So that's another what, fifteen hundred to two thousand a year for our home insurance premium. It's a great situation if you're looking to sell and get the hell out. But like, but not if where, you're do you, where do you go? Yeah, yeah. If you're staying, yeah. but where do you, yeah, where do you yeah. go? What do you yeah. do? Where yeah. do you buy? Everything's yeah. high. Yep. Well, and there's there's so many stories like your parents you were talking about. I mean, that where it's it's worse even when a lot of times farmers work themselves into an early grave, and then the spouse she lives for another thirty years. Right. So then. They started with, you know, a hundred acres, and then she's got to sell twenty of them off because she can't afford to pay the pay tax. And they keep going. Yeah. They can sell another twenty, and then sell another, and then yeah. eventually there's nothing left. So, yeah. this this county is good so far about uh, you know agricultural and production exemptions on property, but I feel like that's a, a fleeting thing. At some point, it's not going to be so friendly because it's like people are living, they're moving here, they got to have some place to live, and it's, I've, you're going to push farmers off their land. Do you still get it if your husband dies and you can't? Work the farm. Can't work the farm. Um, In in your last 30 years of life, from the age of 70 to 100? Then you just lie. As an old woman? (laughs) You just lie. Yeah, I'm still doing some farming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got some horses. Like, do you want to be on the news telling me I'm lying about cutting hay out here or what? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I guess so. That's probably what you would have to do. That's crazy. Wow. That's uh, it's still depressing. Like, I love you guys, but this has been a dis- depressing <laughs> podcast. Man. I don't think it has been. I think uh, hopefully it's been eye opening for some people. That, oh no, uh, I'm that, sure it that, is. That you know, we're just talking about taxation. Like, it just chips away little bitty increments that, that you don't yeah, notice. Yeah, you don't. It does. Okay, oh, well, oh, so it's two more percent this year. Two percent's fine. I can mm-hmm. be fine with that. Okay, and then ten years, it's. 25%. I mean, it's a way. I mean, think about it. It's a way your equity. Yeah. It, if you have a six hundred thousand dollar home, that or you, a home you purchase for, and that's a lot of money for for vast majority of people. Right. But, but say that's going to get taxed at seventy five hundred, ninety five hundred bucks a a year over the course of like twenty years. Then that's a big chunk of the equity that yeah. that you've earned in the house, and the cost of living doesn't really, or the cost of living doesn't really. F- what's the word? Well, and, and that's jump. Yeah, the cost of living follow but, is um. What's it, the it word? Depends like what, the, what, the, what the salary index, right? Yeah, yeah. The, you're not getting your salaries on, are not on following. What you follow inflation. there the the CPI or or whatnot. There's but, still there's still people. Uh, we had this talk the other day. There's still people making fifteen an hour, and that's. I don't know how decent. they live. That's the thing. Ten years, twelve years ago, I had a house, fourteen hundred square foot house, right, and a uh, a, a car, uh, eight hundred and seven dollars a month for a mortgage. Nice little house. Three hundred and fifteen dollars a month for a car payment. Yep. Of course, you know additional life expenses, but I was making fifteen an hour then, and I was getting by okay. I was making it, and you know, rich, but I was making uh-huh. it. Twelve years later. Same salary still being offered. Same people making that salary, 
cost of living four or five, six times higher. Yeah, but where were you I, making $15 an hour? What were you doing? Um, I worked for Roadway, a trucking company, for a little while. And then yeah, but that, that, then probably, that probably is still not, because now people from Sonic are making $15 an hour. Okay, but my point is, like, it's some there's some age range where you should be starting to get yourself established and right. set up roots, and that's not possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, in, I think we talked about this on the last one too. The 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 renting situation and what they're making people do for to rent now. Like, I don't know how a kid three months of no, you got to make three times whatever the rent is. That's yeah. what they're asking people. And like, I don't know how a kid that's just graduated high school that's not maybe not don't know what he's want to do yet, but he wants to get out or of graduated college he, yeah. or college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that person can find some place to rent. And let well, college maybe because you might be able to get a job. Right. But like, let's just say a, 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 a person's right out of high school. He's not going to go to college for a year, let's just say, or he might not even go to college. Just say, but he's trying to. He, all he knows is I want to get out of my parents' house. I want to get out there and I want to start my mm-hmm. uh, life. So he gets it's a job at what? GameStop or 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 Lowe's or any any of these normal places that a kid would probably go to. I don't, I don't even know how it's possible. Right. I mean, it, well, they're not going to pay for a college education, right. uh, or they're going to have to get some sort of financial aid in order to do that. But you know, like even junior college prices are mm. up. Yep, because I mean the like just around here, I know like I found a one bedroom, one bath, and this was a shack. It wasn't a house, and they yeah. was asking eleven hundred dollars for it. Yeah, buddy. Bucks. A month, tiny home nation, and then you had <laughs> then you had to make three times that to even be eligible to rent, to rent it. it. That yeah, I don't right. understand because I feel like uh, Taryn used to work in mortgage, so she could probably confirm this. But if you make three times the rent, then you probably make four times the mortgage, and then you would qualify to buy the house. So why, right. why would you? Taxes, Why homes, you taxes. You don't have to if you're a renter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you think that landlord's eating those property yeah. taxes? I don't think so. I think I'll gladly let you stay at the yeah. same yeah. price in the next yeah. five years. Okay, so I can I can remember. I just had this conversation with my dad a couple of weeks ago, but I can remember like five years ago having the same conversation with my dad, and it was like fairly obvious. Like, yeah, if you can buy, and you got a fairly stable job, you should buy. But I just had this conversation. It was like, we did not come to the same conclusion that we came to five years ago. It was because it's really like there's a question because About of About buying versus ta- renting? Right. I understand that to a taxes. point, but at the same point, you are still throwing away money. You're still throwing away you're, money. You're, you're, pay, you're subject to a whole lot more responsibility and a lot more taxes, but you're, you're essentially building a bank account that has a roof over your head, too. Mm-hmm. So... There's an it's argument tough. for both sides, but yeah, yeah, I can I can see the benefits of being just a straight renter. These, especially this last five years. Yeah, for sure. Every time something breaks, which is all the every time, day, like, I feel like yeah. I wish I could call my landlord. Yeah, speaking of that, I'm going to need to talk to you after this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, man, we we have we really brought a downer. Heavy downer. Yeah. yeah. No. And then you have the situation of not good. only out of staters moving in, but I feel like there's a mass exodus for uh, exodus from like metropolitan urban areas like people are like i want to be downtown you know i'm close to work and life is good here from then you have covid and it's like fuck this i'm going back to the country and homesteading well and they don't have to they can work from home yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's great yeah because of technological innovations you can work from home you can make that that commute like two days a week now i can't work i don't know how you two do it 
I can't work from home. I'm not productive. No. I'm like, my video game console's yep. right there. <laughs> my recliner's right there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not getting work done today. <laughs> you, you get used to it. It is a lot harder a at first. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it, it gets a lot easier. Uh, no way I could do it. It, it gets the other way. Well, you do have your, your wife making lists, too. That, that so helps. That, you got to have Wake up list. in the morning, there's a yeah. list on the bedroom door. Like, hey, fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know if uh, if your wife isn't in the same line of work as you, but you could try to get her to make you a list. So. She would be happy to make just, me a list. Believe me, yeah. <laughs> it's probably good just, advice. Just, her, just we don't none have of your work have... stuff would be on the list. It'd be a whole bunch. Of yeah, there, yeah, yeah, exactly. We wouldn't have the conversation if you didn't listen to me. It would be you didn't read the list, did you? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll do better. So I got a good question. Okay, so as a tax couple, okay. Uh, Okay, if you woke up tomorrow, you had no responsibilities, but you couldn't live here, what country would you move to? Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. I don't know if I'd base it on taxes, um, but you mean, are you asking where we would be just for taxes or just in I general? I don't know. Like, okay, well, the, the, the U.S. has just evicted you. Well, we we got married in Ireland, and then for our first Ooh. anniversary, we went we went back to Ireland, and we we like it there. We're planning to go there for our tenth anniversary, and take everyone that um, oh, that great. went for our wedding and paid to go and and did all that for us. Um, we uh, we're gonna put them up in the. We actually got married in a castle there, and we're gonna rent it out That's for for awesome. everyone. That now we know why these wedding. CPA fees are so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, no, so. It, it sounds so bougie. It's it does, but but honestly, we looked at some horrible place in Dallas that had razor wire on the fence outside the place, and That's this comforting. was and it was a twenty thousand yeah. dollar venue, Ooh. and we could we get married. We realized we could wow. get married in a castle in Ireland for, for less than some no, mediocre place in, in Dallas, Dallas, including the flights, including the castle. Yeah. Including everything, because over there they just don't rip people off right. just because they're getting married. Yeah, well, they don't do so. weddings like we do here. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Not the same thing. How are their weddings different? They don't. They just don't go all out. So they it, it was very reasonably priced. Everything was okay. Oh, we don't have, we'll have fifty thousand dollar budget. Why well, you plan on getting I mean, it's married again or what? <laughs> you got to renew your vows. <laughs> yeah. like Let's people Ireland, pay babe. twenty. $30,000 just for the venue. And, and our, our budget for our entire wedding was about half that. I think so, it was and, like, and we got married we in a castle. Out, so. It was like $14,000. Awesome. Well, y'all haven't been, Man. I don't know if you can see the hilltop up here, but one day I want a, an event venue, weddings, you know, you name it. You want to come rent the damn place? You pay $8,000 <laughs> yeah. for a day? Be my guest. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I won't even be that strict on alcohol. <laughs> and and you can bring your own vendor. They would love that. Because yes. usually mm-hmm. you go talk to these places, yeah. $20,000 a night, and you got to use our food Their vendor. List. Yep. Like, okay, well, what do they get? Yeah. Well, for another twenty thousand, they'll make you like four sliders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's the Dallas wedding scene. It's yeah. insane. So are you saying are that paying. we would move to Ireland? That's what I'm hearing. It gets off on tangents. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. If it we happens, got evicted okay. from, from this country, you I had think to go live somewhere. For, that would be we'll circle and back. have a career. <laughs> It'd either be there, or she might would say Prague. She studied abroad uh, there. Yeah. She lived yeah. there for a whole summer, and I don't know. What do you think? I would pick Prague. You have so, dark hair and light eyes. So, so Prague like it your is. family ancestry, uh, Southeastern European? That's yes. where my wife is. Yeah, I have a little bit of that and a little bit of Irish. I know we did one of those ancestry things. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little, just like really mixed. Yeah, and I'm some all... Native American. She has a yeah. grandparent that was a young blood. So. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm all uh, Irish and Scot- mostly Scottish, but like the, the British that. Isles, it's all, all me. Uh, I Man... Where is the ultimate country for taxes? 
the lack of taxes. Mm. Well, well, yeah, or the ability to be productive. And I don't. I don't not uh, give it all away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that, some island, exactly some random said, island nation taxes, that's not so even. That's, on, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you if you can do that, then yeah, that's that's one way. But <laughs> who is John Galt? <laughs> Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> who is John Galt? <laughs> yeah. If you want to get to one of those islands where there's no tax, that's one option. Uh-huh. Um, I know that. Where are those there's, islands? <laughs> they must not have roads. <laughs> there's no roads on those islands. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland is very good on, as far as like corporate taxes go, there's a lot of people moving there. Uh-huh. They, people were doing those corporate inversions for a while. Yeah. They tried to put some new laws in to stop that. It's basically where a giant corporation like Burger King um, gets acquired, and I'm putting quotations if you, uh-huh. you know, there's no camera, but I'm putting quotations because they get acquired by this tiny burger chain in Ireland. So that they can say now they're an Irish corporation, okay. Where now their taxes are at the corp Irish corporate tax rate, which is ten percent, yeah. you know, or maybe twelve. I don't know. It's, and you I can't, can't blame them. No, no, no. no you can't. I mean, they say that people say it's not patriotic, and they say, well, our, our duty is to the shareholders, and if we can cut our tax bill by a third or two thirds, then they get more profits, they get more dividends. Yeah. So, and I'm an equal opportunist. Like I want some of these people that talk about, I want the fat cats, the corporate fat cats taxed. I want the fair share of the one percent. And I'm like, I want you to succeed, and I want you to get rich because yeah. I guarantee you, if you Gosh. make it, your opinions on taxation yeah. are going to do a hundred and eighty. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry, Chance, but I mean, it's so complicated, and the tax code is made by the rich. For the rich. Uh, is it, it is. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have a tax. It is tough to get here. ahead. Let's it ask is, the expert. Is, okay, I'll tell okay, you, it is, is tough to get ahead. But I want, I will say, I want you to succeed and make and profit maybe $50,000 a year because your opinions on taxation will change. Is the tax code made by the rich for the rich? Uh,. <laughs> I mean, it depends on which which rich you're talking about, right? Because they all have their own uh, little people that they need to do favors for, and that's why they keep changing things back and forth. Yeah. So yeah, you know that. I don't like our system of cronyism. Yeah, capitalism gets a bad rap, but it's not capitalism. It is cronyism, and it's not per the Constitution supposed to happen, but through a little bullshit thing called loopholes, it ends up happening. Yeah, I mean, when, when they got rid of like kind exchanges, it was uh, it was for everything except real estate uh-huh. because that was not favorable for people that are heavily invested in real estate that might have been elected to a really high position. <laughs> no, you don't say. Uh, I, so, I don't uh, know that term, like kind exchanges. So, so you let's say you have a truck and you go trade it in, and uh, you you don't have to pay a gain on if if. You, you know, because you've depreciated that truck down to where its tax basis is zero. So if you sell it for $40,000, you would have a $40,000 gain that would be taxed. Mm. Okay. But if you if you buy another truck at the same time, if you trade it in, they call that a like-kind exchange. So instead, all it does is it, it reduces the tax basis of your new truck by that much. So you kind of kick the can down the road on taxes as long as you keep buying trucks because you need a truck for work. They're never going to make you pay a huge chunk in tax. Uh-huh. So... You can still do that with real estate. Basically, you you yeah. buy you buy a piece of property, it goes up by double, but you sell it and buy another piece of property that's worth the same amount. You don't have to pay any tax. You just kick that, that you yeah. kick that can down the road, right? Yeah, and it, it seems like well, eventually it's going to come due. Well, there is a way around it. You just keep kicking the can down the road forever, 
And when you die, your heirs get a step up in basis. <laughs> your estate is so, totally effed. And, and, and no, they don't have to. That's the thing is that's where you screw the government. You get a step up in basis. So you paid $100,000 and over the course of 40 years, now your real estate is worth $10 million. Uh-huh. When you die, your kids, their tax basis in that is $10, million. $10 million. So if they sold it that day, they're going to pay $0 in taxes. Wow. You say screw the government, but I say... Keep your yeah. own money. That's yeah, and your everything own money. your ancestors worked for. Yeah. That's I agree. I agree. But that's I like both. I, I like. Can to I do both. just start my own nation at my tenth of an acre in town? Say this is my own town. I and mean, I'll tax look myself. at Malta. I don't know. Ask Koresh how that worked out for him. <laughs> 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 didn't didn't they try that in Seattle? I don't know. Did they? Oh yeah, I think it the, succeeded. Uh, was, it, it, was a, it was the Chaz or the Chaz. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. The, 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 it succeeded the until somebody got shot and raped, and they wanted the cops to come back in. Yeah. Oh, we need you guys now. Yeah. Uh, but did you see their garden? It was pathetic. Like oh, it was plywood and then topsoil put on top. Everything of about that. was I mean, it didn't work Gar- out. So gardens well. and farms are not the same thing, right? Gardens are meant to feed your your kid and your own fat ass. Yes. Mm. But farms are meant to feed multiple people. So unless every single person in there was willing to do a day's labor of not gardening, gonna happen in chat. there wasn't going to no. be enough no, food. No, they for were everyone. just high on heroin. And, yeah, they <laughs> weren't the kind of people that were ready to put in a day's labor yeah, of, on think, anything. Yeah. Uh, that didn't last very long, but it, I don't think it started off with good intentions to begin with. They should have just let them. They should have just caged it off and been like, "Yeah, cool, do your thing. No, no laws. You, y'all yes. are all, you're on your own." That's what I, I'm going to do. I'm going to put a little sign out in my front yard so I secede from this uh, state and from this county and this uh, town, and I am my own taxable nation. I don't know my name yet, but. I'll handle my own taxes from here on out. Thank you very much. Have a good day. I think if you went completely off the grid, you could get away with it for a long time. Is it even legal to go off the grid? Can you collect rainwater in this state? You're not supposed to. And you're also not supposed to have unreported solar. So, I mean, if you tried to build a (laughs) bunker somewhere without, you know, and and have solar. Because you could be the next David Koresh. So, yeah. I mean. This guy's got a solar. He's an extremist. (laughs) Like I said, for the rich. Mm. Wait, by the rich, for the rich. Yeah, there's there's some corporate cronyism, definitely. Mm. I, yeah. I agree with you to some extent on the cronyism. I, I just, I, I think when some people say that, what they mean is they're talking about people like Elon Musk, the wealthiest person in the world, and he doesn't pay taxes. But it depends on the reason you don't. If it's because you're right. taking advantage of the government and the laws for your own benefits, that's one thing. If it's because... Your all of your wealth is tied up in your business, and it's just happened to do really well. And you haven't; those are unrealized gains. Yes, and that's one thing that we were talking about earlier, right? And they they want to tax those now, but he has no money. Oh yeah, they, you know? people. He has a net worth of seventy billion dollars. I don't know; it's fabricated, but I'm like, he may not have a hundred bucks in his bank account. And he does. He he made it clear when he moved here, he tried not to own anything. He was right. trying to rent his house and do everything because he wants everything in his business. I think he's back on that so, line now. Which line? Not owning anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he lives in his friends' houses and uh, kind of is a nomad. Because well, he spends twenty-one hours a day at the office, right? So right. what's the point of? <laughs> My definition of cronyism is uh, glad-handing uh, politicians through loopholes and pack funds and donations that surely constitutionally aren't supposed to be reaching um, politicians and federally. I mean, sorry. Elected officials' hands, but it happens. Right. Like yeah. things like when American Airlines had their big bankruptcy and they made a special law that was just for American Airlines, literally. Yeah. Or they said airlines that went bankrupt, which was just them at that time. Right. That you didn't have to pay tax on the payout that they gave you on your pension. Right. That any other time that's ever happened in the history of the United States that's been taxable, but they had powerful enough lobbyists that they were like, no, no, that's not taxable. Yeah. 
So that that's cronyism. You remember I mean, the what is it with the bailouts of two thousand eight, two thousand nine? GM Chrysler or Chrysler ended up mm-hmm. getting bought, I guess. But everyone before I mean, made an expedition out there. Yeah, found on road dead. Mm. Didn't apply in those days. <laughs> oh, but they, did, they didn't take that government money though. No, they right. didn't. They, they tried and they're like, "You're gonna have to return this." And they're like, "No, nah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll just keep on going." Obamacare. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. Oh, is that we can't. I mean, it's a. <laughs> no, it was a it's, it's, It doesn't uh, have to be political. I don't think. It just yeah. went downhill after that. God. No, that was. That. I used to have great insurance until that happened. Yeah, everybody's insurance. That's another yeah. expense mm. I didn't factor into the first number. Health. Was uh, yeah, your health insurance bill. Yeah, Doc. Let's talk about health insurance over there, big guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, 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 guys. That's what a, people like him are doing are making uh, mountains out of molehills yes. and making a good way for. Average, the average common man to still be able to afford health care. Hopefully more people will. To survive. That's what he's doing. To yeah. survive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I'm I'm doing a direct primary care practice. It's called Indo Direct Care. I don't think I've ever actually plugged it on You haven't it plugged here. it on here, no. no. Subscription-based. No. Yeah, so people pay a monthly price for basically unlimited access. Everything a family medicine office does. And in case y'all didn't get that, he is a medical doctor. Yes. yes. M- this is a real doctor. Yeah. Not an animal doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I work on humans. 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 So it, it's been pretty cool. Uh, I think it's the future of primary care. Well, it we're, is. We're patients. So yeah. Yeah. Are y'all really? Yeah. Okay. I think everyone too. in the building is. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I wasn't allowed to say it. Right. Two things out of this downer. Podcast. Sorry, guys. I, hate I the, love I, it. I, I hate, think this has been great. I, love I, it. I hate the government more now, <laughs> and I think I'm the only one at the table that's not a part of you guys, so I think I need to I'll be calling you guys probably pretty soon. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Sans CPA? Yeah. yeah Sans Co? Yeah. yeah. We, we've talked about it a few yeah, times. If they'll let you club, in, you know. Well, yeah, I did, I did call. I know. Uh-huh. I did call twice and left two messages <laughs> and didn't get a return call. Is that true? It is true. What, Dalmore? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Tequila. We're the Whiskey Bros. And we're, oh, you have tequila. Yeah, you can say what Taren, you want, can, Yeah, we are the Whiskey Bros, and we, we got to talk about what we're drinking. Taryn, can you hear me the tequila? Tequila is yeah. not whiskey. Did you like I guess that? it is and whiskey. I do. So it's, this is the uh, Patron Extra Anejo, which I was gifted by a friend of mine that said, if you like whiskey, uh, this is the tequila that will be the closest to Very whiskey. Because it's uh, aged for uh, an extra amount of time in bourbon or whiskey barrels. So. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. great. Smooth. Do, do you I have any whiskey too. for people that like whiskey? I, we have uh, lots of whiskey for people yeah. that like whiskey. I'm drinking yeah. uh, right I, now. I'm having I think mixtures. that was a cue. I think Would you like some? Batch. Yes. There's a glass right there. <laughs> well, pick, have pick you not had whiskey this entire time? No, he's been I on the had beer. A beer earlier, Dude, you got to get some balls. Learn to speak up and ask Elijah for what you Craig. want. There's all kinds of stuff, man. Just uh, uh, no. This you is know a, my taste. What should I have? I'm gonna give Carson some of this 14 year old. From uh, Remus. Oh, okay. Ooh, I haven't had the Remus. I've okay. just heard you talk about it. This is good stuff. I got. I want tequila now too. Oh, thank you. Blasting. Should we cut this audio? I think Join we should. Me. I think we should let it. I like it airing out, and the listeners going, "What the hell are they doing?" <laughs> Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, we are the whiskey. We shouldn't bro, cut it. So We're having we whiskey. If we don't drink, no, we shouldn't cut it. So here, here's another cheers. Yeah, cheers. Okay. Here's to paying the least amount of cheers. taxes we can without right. going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, so what happens if we just say screw it and 
Straight to jail. Half of Wise County. Henry David Thoreau. Just says, we're not paying taxes no more. What are they going to do? Well, they're going to put you in jail. Half of Decatur or half of Wise County? This needs to be on a nationwide scale. Find me a jail that they're going to come. That's what I'm saying. They would pick the people they thought were instigating it, probably. I'm sure. But I mean, this is, I mean, George Carlin said that in stand up all the time. He's like, He's like, if one of you doesn't pay, they'll put you in jail. But what George would they Carlin. do if we just all decided, fuck you, we're not paying? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, this needs to be on a nationwide scale. But you're right. They would pick out the instigators, which is what they did with January 6th, the day democracy almost died. Oh, yeah. So you need some really good martyrs, like people willing to martyr. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm almost there. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, you just need to give those I, people I, enough whiskey I or feel tequila. <laughs> It, like no matter what, all I'm my on taxes. board with that though. Like if if you have, it's power in numbers, man. It really yeah. is. So if For you sure. have enough people, like something's got to change. I mean, we yeah. just said, look what they did in Seattle. They, they, they that's a piss poor. No, but they not did a good it. model. They did it. That's the thing. For a short amount of time. They still... Unemployed people can go weeks without working. (laughs) That's the thing right there. Before there was was Chaz, there was Occupy Wall Street. I mean, every good movement is hijacked by, like, Marxists these days. Yeah. I thought you were going to go doctor on us. I thought you were just talking about some other kind of movement. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, come up with a good movement. You come up with a good slogan. Check out Enzo Direct Care for your annual colonoscopy. (laughs) (laughs) The asshole rules. I know. We can talk about colonoscopy sometime. Yeah. (laughs) I would have one. Taryn loves them. I do. Oh, no. You had one? I've had two. Nice. She doesn't like the colonoscopy. She likes to clean out. Yeah, and it's like you get a little nap break, and then all the nurses were so nice. It was just like a little break. It was awesome. She's got three young kids, so she said it was like the best nap she's had in years. (laughs) And I woke up, and people were asking me what I wanted. Mm. That's a whole different (laughs) switcheroo. I was like, no, I do not want to leave. I mean, that IV margarita is really good. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson knows... (laughs) No, he don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn, Taryn just had an IV two days ago at Enzo Direct Care. Nice. Oh, yeah. Just for th- was, therapeutic? Or? Yeah, that was more of yeah. a social, like, fun thing. Come get hydrated and hang out? Yeah. I didn't get to take quite a long nap during that. But, mm. Or well, get you can. Out, you can just walk in there and go upstairs and sit on the couch and sleep. That's why everybody that it. knows Doc <laughs> is going to end up doing that. Like, now we're friends with Doc. <laughs> yeah, upstairs. I do it. I do it right now. The nurses are like... When did you Who the get fuck here? Was that guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was like, I've been here for 45 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, did you get a, I guess, vitamin cocktail too with that? Yeah, I, I, I want a pink lady. Oh, okay. I want to do one of those IV therapies. Yeah, that's why okay. how how it works around here. You could be brothers to the man and have no idea that they even do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Pink well, lady. How come we have not heard of the pink yeah, lady? I didn't know doctor. that happened. Did you? That's no. A, yeah. You're not a lady. Jeez. Sir. So what? Did I'll you get still the... take a pink lady. Okay. I'm pretty pretty. I'm pretty 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 pretty. What did Carson and Heath and I get then? What is it called? Yeah. Do we have like a dark man or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do that. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Are, are you saying you're more interested in helping sick people than hungover people? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's rude. We'll, we'll just take some stout and put it in an IV and, and what's stout? And then, yeah, some beer. Oh, that <laughs> like kind Guinness. Of stout. Guinness yeah. stout. Yeah. What about whiskey? Can we do whiskey in an IV? 
I mean, I don't see why not. It's it would probably thing. be. Bad. I kind of see why not. You'd be fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Steve-O injected some vodka on on Jackass. What just one like, shot, yeah. and he he threw up for hours. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all? Oh, dude. Yeah, c- come use your local CPA that watches the movie Jackass. Yeah. Uh, I think every up. CPA should watch that. Exactly. <laughs> Have y'all watched the new Jackass movie? No. Oh no. my god, man! I had to force myself to do it. It's like I love those guys. But just stop. They're, they're too <laughs> old to be stop. doing it. Yeah, it's yeah, funny and when we're you're turning, old. But it's sad. I can it's feel sad. their pain. And it's yeah. like, just, man, yeah. you've made it. Well, you and when they were it. in their 20s, they were all drugged up and stuff, too. They're they 20, couldn't feel it, and, yeah. and they're high. Like, right. they recover fast. Like, it's fine. But at this point, most of them are sober. Yeah. And they're still doing that. I'm like, even Steve O is they, sober. They don't have anything to cut the edge off that. No. It's just, yeah. they're just taking it. I, oh. jump, I jump off my two-foot porch, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I wake up wrong in the morning. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You got to make sure you land on both feet both at the same feet. time yeah. when you jump two <laughs> feet. Or you sneeze too hard. You're like, oh, my neck. And you call <laughs> chiropractor or doc. I was picking up my kid and sneezed at the same time the other day, and I think I had a hernia. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Uh, I just got a hemorrhoid all of a sudden. What yeah. the hell, man? That's our first conversation. As soon as we wake up, we just got to <coughs> get it out of the air, like, what's hurting? Mm-hmm. And then we move on. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, slept drunk. How old are y'all? I'm 34. 34. Oh, God. Okay. I don't even know yet. But you're yeah. only as old as how many children you have. I don't have any so. children yet. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Really, I haven't had I gotcha. any children, and I feel pretty goddamn old. We'll have one, and it will just speed it up. No, no, no. I have two, but I haven't oh, had oh. any children. Well, it still, it still affects you. <laughs> it still wears you out, though. Yeah, this is 2022, not, man. Not we can fix that. We can yeah, change we can. you. You can transition, <laughs> and you can have kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. older than... No, I think you're the oldest. God, that's not an image I want in my head. I think you are the oldest. You want an image of a pregnant he? I'm 42. How old oh, are you? God, I'm only 41. 37. Oh. See, we're old. Yeah. But yeah, when you hit your 30s, it's like aches and pains yeah. and little small injuries yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville, is he's in his 50s. He's got to be. He's got to be. In his, I'm going to look Although at he's, al- he's always been the one that he does some of the stuff, but yeah. the worst stuff, he sits back and watches the other people. Yeah, he, he directs. He's, he's yeah. more the creator, the boss of the, of the bunch. Yeah. It's a good spot to be. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go home uh, and watch this now. Yeah, I've been looking at it and I want to watch it, but I'm not the same way with Chance. I'm I mean, like, for, I think I'm just gonna go. For anyone that thinks something. we're idiots, you just gotta understand the nostalgia because when we were younger and we watched these guys, oh I yeah, mean, they're just they were like heroes. Yeah, they're kind of heroes. 1971. He's age 51, and they just released Jackass. What was the last one? No Jackass idea. Forever, I think. Sure. It hurt. I watched it's, it's it. It's on I Paramount Plus, through. right? Yeah, yeah Paramount, I watched it. Man. It hurt to watch it, but Paramount I watched Plus it. is blowing he, up. Boy. He they, has they like got professionals that attend to him. You know, he goes well, of course, home at night. He's still. got his physical therapist. You know, he's got his doctor that injects stem cells into an <laughs> IV. Yeah, that's true. It's, he's getting the Trump. Uh, oh, yeah. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. What was the Trump stuff? I don't remember. That dude was getting pumped, so, eating babies, or yeah, like probably taking. What's surprise bone me? marrow from babies or whatever they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why they they always have the conspiracy that the royal family they like drink the blood of newborns yeah, to right, stay yeah. young. Oh right. yeah, <laughs> and they probably do. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. If that's if, first of all, if that would really do anything for you, then there would be more people doing it. So, oh yeah, ooh, yeah, this tequila sure. is good. Yeah. No. Screw the royal family. This is America. I don't understand our obsession with those people. Okay, so I heard okay. an interesting uh, theory was part of the reason why we're so jacked up is because we don't 
have a royal family. No, like, good, no, yeah. no, because in it's Great Britain, we already have the Kennedys they, and the Bushes. Yeah, but in Great Britain, like the prime minister is just some administrator. He's he, you know, they don't like worship the dude. Yeah, have you seen that dude though? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they have the royal family that they worship, but but the, the head of their yeah. government is just some administrator. I don't he gets to just do his job. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah, listen, we fought wars because we don't want a monarchy here. All right, we don't want a royal family. We won but, wars. But they don't yeah. really have one. I think because he, they don't really rule anything, right? He's yeah, they're just, just kind of the, they're, they're, just, they're tabloid. They take everyone's attention so that yes. the prime minister can rule quietly, which yes. is a very British thing to do in mm. general, right? It's it's really like, cool. Like you can be in charge and not have to swing it around talking about how you're in charge. That, that is a right. pretty British thing to do. Well, I mean, you talk about their system and the way they are, but have you seen their teeth? Well, yeah. and yeah. We, well, just, I, we just lost I, all of our want, listeners in the British Isle. They're I don't no want universal health care, and they have that, right? So, I mean. Yeah, apparently it worked pretty um, badly during I, There's COVID. a lot of Britons that I like. I have a huge man crush on Daniel Craig. Just going to say it. Love the James Bond franchise. <laughs> Daniel Craig's fucking hot. Yeah. I mean, their system <laughs> gonna miss is him. obviously really jacked up. Yeah. Um, going to miss Daniel Craig, but yep. Hey, I, I want to turn the same question around to you. Then you said their system's jacked up. So if you had to go be a doctor in another country, where would you go? Ooh. Oh, is it, wow. I mean, things are messed up here, but is there a place where it's better? Is there a place the where it's free? Yeah. Okay. No. Canada. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so a lot of American doctors actually do missionary work and they enjoy that missionary work because they're kind of held on a pedestal. The, I mean, you go to other countries, countries and you do like normal American medicine, they really value it. So I've been so trying to I get would him. actually go to like a poor yeah. country. I've been That's trying cool. to get him to do uh, doctors without borders and I'd go be a security guard and we'd go do it, but he hasn't done it yet. That Someday. would be cool. Someday. When our kids yeah. graduate maybe. Yeah, that's it. It's uh my wife would yeah. love me. I'm probably wouldn't Not either, right now. That that is the scary thing. I mean your your skills are maybe even more useful other places. But sometimes I think about that. If you take me out of this country, because my knowledge is completely based on the tax laws of this country, right. mm. you'd put me in any other country. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. I Same here. Yeah. yeah I get it. Uh, another country, I would move to Scotland or Italy. Don't know what their tax system's like, but. I was saying really Panama, nice. you know, with the exception of like malaria. It's <laughs> like Panama is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people are going there, apparently. I mean, I hear the ads yeah. on the radio. Colombia. Colombia's turning themselves around. Are they really? Yeah. Oh. That's what I hear. I've Definitely not Venezuela, though. No. Yeah. Not not so great these days. It's a great place to go on a diet, though. Yeah. If you want to some Before and after pictures, it's like the store owner. And it's it's before everything went crazy with the government getting way involved in everything. Mm -hmm. And there's a store owner, his shelves are full, and he's fat, and he looks so happy. And it's like 10 years later, and he's super skinny, and there's like three things on the shelf. Ooh. Just like 10 years later. That's a stark contrast. That's, here, here's what here's what communism will give you. Yeah, don't they have yeah. like their $1 is like a $100,000 bill now just to buy a loaf of bread or something? They're like, they have wheelbarrows they got to take to the store to buy just, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. cash just to buy a loaf of bread or yeah. something Jeez. for the family. I, I think the happiest nations are Scandinavian. Yeah. That, that's true. I mean, I wonder I, how that's possible that too, yeah. because their winters are so long and so and, hard. And they're. Socialist. That's because, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I would, I would go to Greenland. Yeah, nobody Terry wants to go knows. there. 
Nobody. Nobody wants to go there. It's too cold. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nobody's there. Spread out. Yeah. Spread out. You don't ever hear shitty things about cold, cold. Yeah. Come tax my property. Walk this 20 miles through this Arctic tundra and (laughs) tell me what I owe. When you get used to it, it's not so bad. I mean, Taryn, she's reading a book about, was it called No Bad Weather Days? It's like the Danish way of. Yeah. It gets cold there a lot, but they just don't. They just don't accept it. They're like, they have to go outside like in school for yeah. an hour every day. Oh, it doesn't like matter. Yeah. It could be like negative 30. Well, mm-hmm. their schools they're provide like, a rain suit yeah. and they have their snow suit. So no matter what the weather, the school has provided You're going outside. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like my CrossFit coach. take naps coach. outside. Like, that's brilliant. That's yeah. you know, is that that's not happening. Is recess still a thing? People with kids up into a certain yeah. yeah. I think they, sixth they grade they back. quit they quit doing it in sixth yeah. grade. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember when I think it was a <clears throat> that's when recess gets deadly. In I mean, sixth you, grade. It's not <laughs> called recess anymore. It's called athletics. Mm-hmm. I mean, same thing. You're still okay. going outside. And yeah, doing but something. it's it's structured. Yes, recess. not just going out yeah. there because I remember sixth in the seventh grade. That's whenever we started actually like playing kill. <laughs> and yeah. and and it was it was deadly. Like kids would come off like daily. Like, what is crying. kill? Kill is like wall ball. Except oh it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that no more. No, we play wall ball, man. Yeah, and especially the racquetball. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. that's the best, dude. Because that fit in the eye socket perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't do that, that no the more. The first fight I ever got into, somebody brought their little blue racquetball so we could play wall ball with it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess I pegged him harder than I was supposed to. I thought we were supposed to peg him as hard as we could. That's the and idea. Yeah. Like, he, you don't want to get pegged. He didn't He didn't like how hard he got pegged, and he, he <laughs> clocked me one good for yeah. it. So, yeah. I'll tell you how rough it was when I was in school. We played that crap with horse apples. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Dude. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a wall ball, but Y'all it was... you couldn't afford yeah. wall balls? Did you well, we break those with a sledgehammer? Yeah, we, we just didn't have them. Like, we just didn't go to school with balls. Yeah. Might as well as so, rocks. So we just go out into the field, and there was horse apple trees, so we'd literally pick up the horse, right. and if you got hit, you were out. Yeah, but, uh. but was it formative? Oh, yeah, it was formative. That's a big word. You got good at dodging? Yeah, you did. Or, or you yeah. sucked one of the two. <laughs> or you got good at dealing with pain, either one. Yeah. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge yeah, a horse it apple. It was the same way, man. <laughs> it was awesome. I never played with horse apples. <sighs> Plenty of them out here on the farm. Yeah, though. there is. Jeez. We should need to start throwing stuff. them at each other. Yeah. I do. Relive our youth a little bit. I can't move as fast. <laughs> <laughs> you, but uh, I can't throw as hard either, so. Yeah. You yeah, grew up true. in Chico, right, Taryn? Yeah, yeah I oh, thought no. so. Well, Crafton, actually. Oh, wow, that's worse. Well, yeah. That's way know. out there. Or better. Yeah, it may be better. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Past Chico. I think there's more meth out that way. There is. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. But never <laughs> so much meth that they can't. We were all thinking about, oh, yeah. <laughs> Those guys don't pay taxes. <laughs> so you were, you were originally from around here? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Madden Tech. Nice. Uh-huh. All your life? Yes, so oh, I lived in the same house for 18 years. So. Dang. Then that begs the question, where did you grow up, Carson? Odessa, Texas. Oh, Way God. Out west. Slow death. Yeah. 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 If, if you've seen the movie Friday Night Lights, that's oh, my yeah. high school. Oh, uh, yeah. Me. We you, were, know, you know he's here right now. I, I've heard that, yeah. 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 He um, lives here. So, yeah, people tell me that a lot. He plays golf a lot, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Winchell? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, his his niece, um, she was I was friends with her, pretty good friends with her for a little while there. Yeah, uh, yeah it was you know they filmed the movie my junior year, well, and okay. so in the movie, of course, we're awesome. And at football, my junior year, they put us on Fox Sports against Midland League because of the movie and everything and all the hype. Well, it was the first year we ever went zero and five, 
And Ooh, so, ouch. and I thought, well, no one watches high school football on Fox sports. I thought, and then we went on a school trip that summer. I was in New York city on a subway and I had my Permian hat on and some guy goes, didn't y'all get the shit kicked out of you by Midland Lee like 64 to three? I was like, yeah, yep, that's us. That was, that was us. We Damn. did. We People did watch we... high school football in Texas, man. You can't, yeah. did you watch back in the day varsity blues? Oh yeah. That movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. So mm. I, uh, a girl I used to uh, be in a band with or play with a few times. Robin married the guy who was Billy Bob's stunt double in that movie. He needed a stunt double. He needed a stunt double. Yeah, he really did. Not wow. the puke what and rally What stunts was he doing? Yeah. I mean, the, you know, it's hard to hike a ball and, you know, yeah. block, I guess. But no, Billy Bob was a coach, wasn't he? No, Billy Bob was the big fat dude. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. big, yeah. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ten, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> and had the pig name, was the pig's was name Bacon? Bacon, yeah. I believe, yeah. Yep. Puked up in the washing machine. You're too yeah. fat, Billy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> too dumb and slow, no. Billy Bob. <laughs> oh God, a puking rally. Yeah. I'm back. I really only remember the shaving cream bikini in that movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and the teacher. The, the oh, teacher. Yeah. yeah, nobody. Yeah, don't forget the teacher. That's yeah. the tin. That she's the one that got the yeah, tin. She's yeah. the one that got the tin. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yep, West Texas boy then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, did, did the winds the last couple of months remind you of your days out in West Texas? It, it was. That's what I was. I just just said that to someone the other day. I felt mm. like I never left. You're like, screw this. I left this. I, know. I don't want it's it awful. back. I don't yeah. want it back, man. It's been awful. But yeah, let's wrap it up. I guess yeah. uh, some wrapping up thoughts uh, that we wrote down. We wanted to ask you why continue to be CPAs, be accountants. What's uh, what's your driving force? I. Besides I, money. I hate taxes and yes. I love helping people save as much as they can. Um, I mean, that, that almost sounds like sell pitch. It's not. It's just, I really would like for you to pay as little as possible because I feel like not only will it not get used well, it might get used for harm at this point. And Whoa. so, so just don't give it to, give them as little as possible without going to jail, obviously. So okay. we're not going to break the law, but anything short of that that we can do to keep it as low as possible, that's... I, it really is. I have kind of a passion for that. So, yeah. Yeah. so I, like, I got I a like good question the, on that. Sorry, go ahead. So you're a CPA. You do taxes for a living. Mm-hmm. Do you do your own? Do they allow you to do your own taxes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. know if you had your own dude or you just said. Oh, no, no. So you can do your own. That's cool. Oh, yeah. We, we technically can't prescribe our own medication. Right. That's why you have a nurse practitioner. Yeah, that's why you have a nurse, right? I think that's awesome. You yeah. get to yep. do your own taxes. It is nice. I mean, sometimes she tells me I need to rerun those numbers if uh yeah, I got you. Too high, so, you know. But <laughs> yeah. a few so, times before we get it right. Cuz I was going to say can't you uh, isn't there a thing on there where you can can't you write off you basically? Like if yeah. for, for me for your yeah, so do, do you like my cost is like $6 million. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, that, that only works if you take it into income, too. So right, you can write right. off what you pay me. But then if I write it off, that means I have to pay myself yeah. that. And then yeah. it I think what Heath was going for at some point is just called laundering. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. Now, I uh, would never do that. But whenever I watch shows like The Ozark or thing, I mean. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a, an accountant would be the best person to help you do that. <laughs> really sure. would, yes. I mean, that's essentially what he is. He doesn't. He's not a CPA, I don't think. But he's 
He's a numbers guy. He's a finance guy. Yeah. guy. Yeah. And that's who you would want to use if you were gonna if you were gonna do that. Yeah, we, like that. We've all thought about being mules. Don't I feel worry. like that's similar <laughs> to like I'm I'm not racist, but I would never <laughs> launder money. But <laughs> so, so I, I wouldn't. But uh, you know, one of the best ways to do it would be a band. We were talking about playing music oh, earlier, yeah, right? Because yeah. how much money do you get in cash? So easy. So, yeah. 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 Or a car wash oh, if you're Walter yeah. White. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, band is the ultimate way. The, the best though of all, dot. Carnival. Mm, all whoa. cash. They're all oh yeah, cash. they are all cash. And then you got to manage. And all carnies. you have to do for the sales is just sit there and rip tickets. Oh, another ticket. Oh, another mm. ticket. I'm going to question every damn carnival I come across now. <laughs> or should we start our own out here? I think we should I start think, our own. At most of those carnivals, the, the money laundering would be the least illegal thing going yeah, on there. Yep. <laughs> Signing off tonight. We're done. We're gonna discuss some business yeah. opportunities we got going on here. Uh, if you see a carnival, let me, pop let me up, see that. Let me see that book over there. I'm if about you see to start a, a carnival pop up in your uh, town named similarly, just. Yep. Uh, Come visit us. What your CPA bank. wants you to know about laundering money. Yeah. <laughs> Bring cash for the kids. You know, they want to play those games. Yeah. I do have a burning question. Burn it. Mm. Okay. So I had this thought like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what kind of person actually works for the IRS? Like what what type of person do you have to be? Ooh. Uh yeah, that's and with uh, thus we've lost our IRS audience. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Is that such a thing? I mean, no, I hope it isn't. Like, I really who, hope it isn't. Like, how do, like how do those people sleep at night? I, honestly, I you know I don't know. They a lot of them I don't even think they think about it too much. You know, they think that everyone has to pay taxes, so the people that cheat are cheating the people that are paying fair. Which I mean, I understand where they're coming from on that a little bit. I I don't know. It's you know, it's a government job, so it's the benefits are pretty decent, mm. and the security in your job is, I mean, and on next to none. If you but. have borderline personality disorder or are a psychopath, mm-hmm. it's a perfectly suited <laughs> yeah. job for you. And they haven't yeah. been working for a while. Yeah, it's been tough. And one thing you got to know about most of the agents is they don't, they don't care about if you pay your tax or not that much. They're just doing their job. I mean, they're going to do it well, so they don't get in trouble. Um, so if you did break the law, I mean, they're going to make you pay, but right. they're not. I think people see him almost as this villain, and I see the IRS as a whole as a, as a as a mm. as a villain, yes. and I'm in opposition to them. But the agents individually that we deal with, they when it's five o'clock, they want to go home, yeah. and they do. They, I don't think they usually do a lot of overtime. I mean, they're done for the day. Government they, workers, yeah, they're just doing their job. So I don't know. Yeah, they're not all bad people. No. Well. But what you're saying is they're different. They're different than us. Yeah, they're different. They're different. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't understand why. For those that might be interested, they are hiring. Whenever I talk to the ones that are really smart, I'm surprised because I don't, they honestly, they don't get paid that much. And the ones that are really good, they could be doing tax returns for people Mm -hmm. and be making probably a lot more money. I have talked to a couple of good ones regarding like some missed, uh, like I was back and forth with a a quarterly tax payment and, and I finally just called and she's like, yeah, I can see this is on our end. We're sorry about that. Uh, we're really understaffed. And here, I'm going to return your money and return the uh, the pen, penalty that we charged you. So there's some non-douchebag IRS agents for sure. Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. what kills me is that whole penalty thing. Yes. You're a day uh, late, $5. I don't understand that at all. I don't I don't understand how you can, especially for people that's making $50,000, $40,000 a year. Right. If something screws up or they're putting you on, they something happened. You penalize them, and now it's another forty thousand freaking dollars. I don't right. understand that. That's, to me, it's just another time you need a CPA if you get an IRS letter mm. because if you have never messed up before, 
they have something called first time abatement. Most people don't even know about it, but it's mm. automatic. So if you write in a letter and say, we're requesting first time abatement, we've never filed late before, then they pretty much have to grant it. Sometimes so. those, and they can be stressful too. Like they're getting those letters, they can be stressful. It's nice to have somebody just to even lean on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, can't, can't they go back like seven years? Seven or years. Crazy it's, crap. So like they can that? go back three years unless you've over or understated your taxes by 25% or more. Then they can go back six years. Okay. And then they can go back past that if they think you've committed fraud. And then Ooh. they can go back indefinitely. Ooh. But I mean, they probably won't because it's just not, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard for them. It's hard for everyone. But I mean, yeah, if, if usually it's three years. Mm, I just want to say my name is Mark Sanchez. I am Pablo Escobar. Wait, wait, no. wait. No, bad, bad choice of uh, bad choice of an alias. Taryn, okay. any closing remarks? Any driving forces yeah. for you? I think that they've been sending those letters out. Everybody's gotten a letter lately. Yeah. And I think that they do that because a lot of people freak out and pay them, but they don't even know that money. They so. want to be like an intimidating. Yeah, how, mu- how much of that do you think that's out there where people are just like, a lot of people Boom. freak out and pay it. Just I to mean, get it done with. I mean, I would say 90% of the letters we've been reviewing lately, it, they're wrong. Yeah. And wow. Sometimes you owe something, but less than the amount that's on there. Yeah, but wow. people get Like if you forget out, to report so. your stock sales, they, you had 400000 in stock sales, but they were they had a cost basis of three fifty, meaning that's what you paid for them. Uh-huh. Then your income's only $50,000. Well, the letter's going to say you didn't report 400000 of income every time. Wait, gotcha. you have wow. to report stock sales? <laughs> <laughs> That was Whoops. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to close. Yeah. Uh, All right. You. So, name, any kind of web addresses where people, where people can reach you guys at. Sure. When do y'all, Sans Co. When are y'all name. going to start taking new clients? This summer, I think we plan to open it up pretty much wide again. Um, we have not been taking new clients. I know this. I know. <laughs> well, thank you both for the work that you have done. Yes, you, for sure. You saved me a pretty thank penny you. or two. Yeah. And Doc. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. And thanks for coming on. Thanks for you Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's been, a, it's been, been a great fun. night. Yeah. 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 I'm sure we could go on and on, but it's so <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll yeah. sure. sit here all night. I yeah. still feel like we're like Debbie Downer. So. <laughs> no, you're not Debbie no, Downer. This has been a great it's episode. It's really great. It was. Hopefully some people have learned a few things and had their eyes opened. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of open, my nose is not open, so I'm yeah, done talking like for the night. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, have a good night, and we'll see you on the next one. Check out Sands Co. and uh, what your CPA wants to know, wants you to know about starting a business. Look up the book and buy it, please. Have a great night. We'll see you. Adios. Thanks. Thanks.